Yes, hello, hello, hello. It is 2023, and there is drag racing happening. We got drag racing happening right now. Uh, so I'm going to try something different this season, uh, maybe doing some live calling, you know. Uh, this is going to be the second session of Nitro qualifying. Uh, we got Pro Stock cars on the racetrack right now. Uh, all of the new paint schemes, all the new the new energy. Everybody's looking good. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's rested. Uh, there's some people that are out there that are wanting to really get started uh, because they didn't really like how it ended last year. But it's 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 feeling good already. Uh, so this is the Nitro Performance guy, and uh, we're gonna try something different. Uh, I'm gonna call it alongside of Alan today. Uh, he doesn't hear me though, so. <laughs> but I'm closer to my microphone than he is to mine. So, and it'll be cool. So you'll be able to hear the nitro cars running in the back. You know that'll be cool. Uh, we won't probably do the whole session like this, but I wanted to do a few, uh, just to talk about some of the big players uh, in nitro this season. Uh, so sit tight. We got nitro qualifier number two coming at the 54th annual. Emily Oil Gator Nationals from Gainesville Raceway. Stay tuned. Before they even get up here, let's talk about some of the runs that have already happened because Gainesville is a fast racetrack and they're definitely showing uh, that it's fast. Let's talk about the top eight in Funny Car, session number one. How about Chad Green in number eight, 3.935, 323. Point three five miles per hour. Cruz Pedregon is in number seven with Lee Beard uh, on board this season. 3.933, So you know that thing wasn't singing out the back end. In number six, we got Ron Caps at 3.912 at 329.18 miles per hour for Ron Caps. The defending funny car champion. Uh, solid effort there. Then we got Robert Height in the flavor pack colors this season. Uh, doing uh, a lot of work with them uh, this season. 3.911, 331.28 miles per hour. It's out there, folks. We got Matt Hagen at number four, 3.908, 329.99 miles per hour. In number four, J.R. Todd is in number three, 3.900, 3.900, 329.99 miles per hour. Same exact speed as Matt Hagen, uh, but he got him by eight thousandths of a second for the spot. Then we got John Force in that new look. Everybody's got a new look. It looks really good. John Force, 3.898, 335. Point oh seven miles per hour, 335. How about the speed? We got Max Savage over there on the Camaro this season. Uh, there's been a lot of the crew chief changes, um, but we'll talk about that. Uh, and then in number one after session number one, it's going to be Bob Tasca the third, 3.888, 330.72 miles per hour. And they, they, um, they debuted a new uh, livery. Uh, they unveiled it at the starting line. It's kind of like vintage indie. It's a really beautiful car. Um, so currently, again, Pro Stock is going on right now, but I wanted to talk about what they already did before they come up and we talk about what they're doing. Uh, let's talk about the top eight in Nitro. Well, top fuel dragster, the long ones. We got 
Well, we'll do nine because Tony Schumacher made a representative pass. 3.802, miles per hour. Also, on, I, before we put a period on Funny Car, how about um, Alex Laughlin getting down through there, making a nice run, getting more reps in with the Funny Car? Uh, and we'll uh, talk about that too. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, in a funny car these days, and it's Jim Dunn's funny car that always goes from A to B. It's rare that that car uh, has issues. Uh, it wasn't singing out the back end the first run, but he definitely still. It was a four zero, I believe. I'm so sorry about that. I don't have the the number in front of me anymore. <laughs> but we got Josh Harden number eight, three point seven eight three three ten. That thing might have been hurting going through the finish line. Uh, it was popping. Uh, some some orange flame coming out of the header pipe. So that thing is not running its full potential there. Uh, Austin Proc back in the flavor pack car. Or I'm sorry, not in the flavor pack car. Montana Brands. Montana Brands, same team, wrong sponsor. <laughs> we got Austin Proc, 3.779, 324.44 miles per hour. Steve Torrance is in the number six spot, 3.735, 333.49 miles per hour, running hard out the back end. Big speed for the Capco boys. Nice looking car. Uh, above him, we got Antron Brown, 3.734, 332.84 miles per hour. Top fuel, 330 mile per hour runs, right? We got Rick Ware and Clay Milliken coming up. 3.724, 327.51 miles per hour. He's got all the parts and pieces. They're going to go the whole season with him. Uh, we got Leah Pruitt in the really nice sublime line. Same with Matt Hagen. Uh, they are really beautiful, spectacular-looking cars out there. Uh, 3.724, 327.51 miles per hour for Leah. Leah. And then we got Doug Coletta, who's in a canopy car now, folks. It's beautiful. 3.723, 327.82 miles per hour. And then surprise, surprise, we got that monster energy, Brittany Force, David Grupnik, tuned vehicle, 3.699, 336.99 miles per hour. Hey, folks, how about that wasn't fast enough to get on the top 10 fastest? Guess who has it? Brittany Force has all 10 of the top 10 runs. Speed wise, all of it, and 336 wasn't enough to get on the list. How about that, folks? How about that? So, that's how they shake up after the first session. Again, currently, we have Pro Stock on the racetrack, and soon, Funny Cars will be up, and then we'll have Top Fuel Dragster. Header five. This car really fighting her. The flames go down. She still goes 399. Oh, Look at the speed only 258 miles an hour. That thing was. We got a fire on the right side of the racetrack for Blake Alexander. Looks like he's sliding around in some oil. There's some fire coming up from under that body there. Yes, it was cooking. 3.133, almost 3.10 at the 8th mile. How about 2.79.50 
at the eighth mile as well. Only a 3.997. She was definitely not singing through the finish line. Uh, but we got a fire on the racetrack. It's been put out. Safety Safari is the best in the business. We're seeing a replay of this run here. Uh, header fire, folks. Header fire shooting over the roof. She did make a move towards the wall. She fixed it, though. She's got it back in the center of the racetrack. Uh, she was not running through the finish line. Blake Alexander running a little bit farther, but he had a fire uh, before the fire coming out of the pipes went away. Before he got off of the, uh, the, the, the throttle, he definitely had some trouble. Uh, so they are going to have to clean that up. But it won't take too long because it's in the shutdown area, it looks like. Uh, but it does look like there might be some oil on the racetrack. So we'll see. We are currently under a rain delay in Gainesville, Florida. So uh, we got Daryl Gwynn, a more, uh, recent inductee into the Hall of Fame. Uh, let me make sure I say this right. We're gonna do the, you know how we do this on on um, on the Nitro Performance Guy, but I want to make sure I say the right the right thing. Um, let me see. The the Motorsports Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, uh, in from in Daytona, uh, Florida. So, how about that? That's pretty cool. Some of the greats that are currently still working on cars have worked with this man. So, uh, they're telling a story right now how when he was 19, he drove a rig and with a top fuel car in it and drove around the country. Uh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, as as I said, we are on a rain delay right now, so I'm not sure if we'll do a live uh, second session, but we'll definitely break it down. Um, it's kind of like we're doing time skips on the episode now. <laughs> so whenever Future TJ does the breakdown, we will do the second session. Uh, but we are under a... And we're back. Uh, so they actually didn't get that um, that second session in on Friday. The rain caused them to uh, stop action. Uh, it usually takes about two hours for them to uh, dry off the racetrack. But here we are. This is another season, NHRA 23, uh, another season of the Nitro Performance Guy. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, we're going to have D. Bland on the show, my big bro. It's going to be great. We're going to have about 30 minutes with him to just pick his brain on what he's thinking the season is shaping up to be. Uh, but without any further ado, we don't have a lot of time, folks. There was a lot of stuff that happened at the Gator Nationals. The 54th Annual Amelie Oil, Motor Oil, NHRA, Gator Nationals from Gainesville Raceway. Uh, very big crowds all weekend. Very nice crowds for nhra drag racing very cool and they were treated to some excellent performance in drag racing side by side 330 you know low ets uh very nice very nice so we're gonna get to it we're gonna get to all of it. it's gonna be a little abbreviated today uh y'all know i like to talk <laughs> so uh i'm gonna make sure i um get through everything but we got a lot to talk about we had the pep boys all-star top fuel call out this past weekend and i just want to say 
congratulations to NHRA. There's a lot of things that uh, I like to critique them about, uh, but this is one of the things that I really do love that we brought the specialty races back for all the categories. Now the bikes, uh, the car, the pro stock cars have one, you know, and, and now we got our nitro uh, specialty races back. So let's get started. Uh, number one seed, Brittany Force calls out Clay Milliken and Clay throws up a $1,000 side bet with Brittany. Brittany accepted. Number two seed, Steve Torrance calls out Doug Kalitta, number five seed. How about that? Number three seed, Justin Ashley calls out Mike Salinas, four seed. There's a $5,000 side bet in that one. And they said it was a little personal. Uh, and then last but not least, Josh Hart, number six seed, will race Austin Proc, number seven seed. They didn't get the pick. Let's get right into it, folks. The number one seed, Brittany Force, will beat Clay Milliken with the 044 light 3.744 at over 335.48 miles per hour. How about that, folks? Competition on Saturday. We're going to have it at most of the events this year. I love having competition on Saturday. That's great. Number two seed will defeat Steve Torrance with the 073 light. 3.753, 330.88 miles per hour over Steve Torrance's very stout 3.774, 331.28 miles per hour. How about that? Then we got Mike Salinas. He's going to defeat Justin Ashley with the 074 light, 3.751, 333.41 miles per hour. Ashley got off the line first, 033 light. How about these 330 mile per hour runs here? We're not done yet. Josh Hart is going to defeat Austin Proc with a 3.765 at over 331.77 miles per hour. That also qualified, uh, or I'm sorry, that also counted as qualifying. The first and the third rounds qualified, um, you know, that, that, that was those runs were counted towards qualifying. You know, we don't care about being perfect here. We're, we're enjoying ourselves. It's all good. In round two, a.k.a. the semifinals of this all-star call-out, we got Brittany Forrest calling out Josh Hart. We know they have a little history. <laughs> uh, Josh Hart defeats the Monster Energy car with the 041 light and 3.757 at 330.88 miles per hour. Hart with the starting line advantage and never trail for the win. Force is up in smoke right after the hit, and Hart will have lane choice over Mike Salinas in the final. Well, I kind of gave it away. How about Mike Salinas is going to defeat Doug Coletta with the 068 light, 3.763 at 330.63 miles per hour. Salinas with a slight starting line advantage and never trail for the win. Coletta is up in smoke right at the hit and clicks it off. All right. And then the final round for 80,000 bones for $80,000, Josh Hart versus Mike Salinas. Well, Josh Hart is going to get the win in his hometown with a 52 light, 3.748, 331.53 miles per hour over Mike Salinas, who doesn't have a sponsor this year. Pep Boy is, is not a part of the um, <laughs> Pep Boy Eats. <laughs> Pep Boys is not a part of the team right now. Uh, they are just flying the black scrappers colors on the on the car. Uh, they got a little help, 
from some from some friends, but uh, no big sponsor for Mike Salinas this season, which is interesting, and we'll get to why that's interesting. But so I kind of jetted through the uh, the Pep Boys All Star call out. We'll go more in de- uh, in detail with D Bland probably, but it was a great weekend of drag racing. Uh, as I said, the first and sec first and third rounds of the race counted for qualifying. So let's talk about qualifying. Uh, after uh, let me see, in session three. Wait, okay, hold on. Okay, well, we're going to do it this way. That's fine. That's fine. So, in session three, I actually should have used session four, um, this part. But it's all good. Let's just look at at session three. We're going to have the final qualifiers anyway. It's fine. You know, we we adjust on the fly here. How about Brittany Force is going to get three points? 3.718. 336.15 miles per hour. She's going to get three points. Steve Torrance is going to get two points because he's second quick in the session. 3.723, Stout, Leah Pruitt, 3.725. She's going to get one point, 331.94 miles per hour. Folks, there is 330 on this sheet a lot. Did you think they were using the Gator Nationals as a uh, let's get back to it race? Uh-uh, I don't think so. I think everybody is coming out with their big shit, with their big shit, you know, we cuss a little bit, I'm sorry, all right, <laughs> we got Josh Harden in the number four spot, 3.748, 331, 53 for Josh Hart, he's looking really good, coming out of the box, just, just very strong, and then Justin Ashley is fifth strong in that session, 3.768, 328, 94, still a stout run, but only 328.94. I'm kidding. I, I, I'm not going to do what AR does. So some solid runs in qualifying, especially in the third and the fourth session. We got a lot of good performance, but the best conditions are going to be round number one. We'll get to that. Uh, so let's let's talk about uh, the top six in qualifying. We got Brittany Forrest. She qualified number one with that 3.699 on Friday. 336.99, almost 337, resetting the track record at Gainesville Raceway. We got Steve Torrance, 3.723, Uh So just look at that spread right there, about three-tenths on, on Steve Torrance with, as, at this point, at this point, again. Uh, we got Doug Kalitta, 3.723, same elapsed time as Steve Torrance, but he wasn't going 331. He went 327.82, and that's why he's number three, and Steve Torrance is number two. We got Leah Pruitt in the number four spot, 3.724. Look at this. By one thou, she's in the fourth spot, 327.51. They had a very good showing this weekend for Tony Stewart racing. Leah Pruitt looks really good. We got Clay Milliken, 3.728, 331.36. They're looking good as well. And then how about Antron Brown, the number six spot, 3.734, 332.84. They're looking good as well. So I just want to say, folks, I do apologize if some of the numbers aren't 100% accurate. Uh, I'm not going to blame anybody, but I am going to blame NHRA uh, <laughs> that uh, there was some some issues with the, with, with the, uh, the results on the website, but no worries. We're going to continue. There's a lot of new crew chiefs 
a lot of new crew chiefs on different vehicles this season, especially in John Force Racing. Uh, how about Max Savage is on the John Force Camaro now? Uh, so a lot of people have moved around. Uh, I want to make sure I get this specific for you. Uh, but we, we got a lot of changes in, we'll probably talk more about that with D bland, but we'll definitely bring that up. All the crew chief changes because we're live right now and I don't really have time to find that cause that might take too long, but let's talk about nitro funny car, nitro funny car qualifying. Ron caps is number one, three points, eight, seven, four, 333.25 miles per hour. He's going to get three points. John force the goat. He's going to be number two in the session. Uh, actually, yeah, no. Yep. He bettered his time from the previous day. 3.78, 3.878, miles per hour. He's going to get two points. Never too early to start talking about the little points. Robert Height in the flavor pack colors this season. Uh, AAA is still a part of the team, but they're just scaling back. Um, but the flavor pack Camaro folks, I'm telling you, that's a good looking car. John Force always brings out the good looking cars. His car looks really good too. Uh, he's back with peak and old world industries and every, everybody, John Force. he's back with all the folks. Uh, Robert Hyde, 3.879, 333.99 miles per hour, 333. How about John Force? 335 on the first day of racing. Like, they're definitely, Max Savage is definitely bringing the big speed from the top fuel car to the funny car division. Um, they said that a lot of, it, 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 it's just different the way they apply it, uh, but they said that uh, how they speed the things up or slow them down is pretty much the same. It's just a little bit of nuance. You got the short wheelbase funny car, so you got to apply it a little bit more gently as whereas the top fuel car you got to be a little bit more aggressive cuz you don't want shot tire shake shire take all right bob tasker the 3rd is number 4 he's not going to get any points 3.885 for just look at the top 3 folks 3.874 3.878 3. 3.879 we're talking about thousands of a second folks Everybody's been ready. They got a little bit of an extended winter break, and it's definitely showing. Matt Hagen in the Sublime Line, uh, Cam uh, Camaro, Charger, Hellcat, Wide Body for Direct Connection, and Tony Stewart, 3.88, or sorry, 3.890, 333.08 miles per hour. And then Chad Green is going to be. Uh, in the number six spot for the session, 3.922, How about that? I mean, if, if you think Funny Car was crazy last year, I think it's going to be even crazier this year. We got a, an addition of a solid driver. He can drive anything with wheels on it. Alex Laughlin, stop me if you heard of him. Uh, you know, <laughs> his story in rising to the Nitro ranks is... Um, very very legendary at this point um basically i just i'll just uh clue you in on it just a little bit um and then we're gonna go but um he's driving pro mod and the pro mod wasn't available for denver and his sponsors Haviland wanted him at denver and he didn't have a car so uh scott palmer who offers his ride up for education a lot, which I, you know, tip my hat to 
to him for doing what he did, opening up his car. Uh, but that was Alex's car at, at that race. Uh, and now Alex is in a nitro funny car full time. He was part time in top fuel. Now he's full time in nitro funny car. The Jim Dunn funny car. Uh, I tell you what, that's a nice looking car. The Haviland top fuel funny car. All right, let's look at the qualifying here. Number one is Ron Caps. Number two is John Force. Number three is Robert Height. Number four is Bob Tasker the third. Number five is Matt Hagen. Number six is Josh, or I'm sorry, J.R. Todd. And number seven, Chad Green. And number eight, Cruz Pedragon. Cruz Pedragon is number eight with a 3.933 at 282.95. So, you know, the thing wasn't singing through the finish line at only 282. Um... But I'm telling you, folks, there's a lot of 330 on this on this qualifying sheet. We got 87 by Caps, 87 with the four, 87 with the eight for John, 87 with the nine for Robert, 88 with the five for Bob Tasker, 89 with the with Matt Hagen, 333 for Matt Hagen, 333 for Robert Height, 332 for John Forrest, and 333.25 for Ron Caps. So I'm just it, there. It's they are flying. Jr. Uh, Todd three nine hundred three point nine zero zero three twenty nine ninety nine. So basically three thirty. Chad Green three point nine two two three twenty six with a four, and then Cruz Pedregon three ninety three three two eighty two. We're gonna get right into eliminations, folks. Uh, usually it won't be this rough and tumble and and, and aggressive. But uh, we kind of got to go. There's a lot of information to discuss. I know we're going to do some things differently. You know, I know uh, a lot of people like the sound clips. We're going to still use those. Uh, we'll only do the finals this week. Uh, but we're going to keep that going. I mean, the, the podcast is constantly just just why I have a little minute before I get into uh, race day, because we're going to fly on that. Um, it, it's cool to see the podcast uh, grow and, and uh, evolve. So it's cool to have the support and have people to say, hey, why don't you try this? Or maybe, you know, I see somebody else does it and I go, oh, OK, that might work for me. And it does or it doesn't. You know, that's that's part of the thing. It's it's a living, breathing thing. So I, I really do love that. But anyway, let's get to it. The best conditions of the weekend are in round number one. They started early. It was daylight savings time uh, this 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 past weekend. So they sprung forward. Started an hour early, um, 59 degrees. The relative humidity was 70%. They are in Florida. <laughs> the barometer was 29.94. The adjusted altitude was 521 feet. The track temperature was 76 degrees. We know it gets really stout under 90. Um, but 76, hold, hold your horses. Here we go. Let's start with number 10 and number 7. Number 10, Tony Schumacher, and Josh Hart is number seven. How about, let me see, why is that like that? Uh, Tony Schumacher is going to get the win over Josh Hart. 48 light to Josh's 0, uh, 105, 369, 335.40 miles power is going home. Tony Schumacher in the stag, Skag Power Equipment. Top fuel car is going to move on 3.722 at 332.02 miles per hour. They got Mike Neff back in the camp. 
And um, that's pretty cool because they never got to win a championship together. So that's because they were um, they lost the army deal and they weren't able to run for a championship together. But Mike Neff, this is Mike Neff and Tony Schumacher are no stranger to each other. So it's great to have the gang back together. Also, folks, this is kind of knee jerk. Uh, but, you know, usually I have the crew chiefs and the sponsors and the things like that. Everybody had a new look. If you if you didn't. Uh, understand the reference from the title of the show new year new liveries uh you know that's from a joke that everybody says new year new me after you know every new year uh but that that's what that's from <laughs> i know there are folks that don't understand that so i just made it want to make sure I, I explain it everybody had new looks it was great uh it, i mean everybody looked good out there so anyway let's go let's continue Clay Milliken and Austin Proc. Austin Proc is going to get the win. 40 on the light, 3.706, 331.53 miles per hour. Folks, you're going to see that people are running quicker than they ran in qualifying uh, in the first round. And that's been a trend. Uh, we were talking about that last season where the best run of the weekend came in the first round. Uh, moving on, we got Keith Merton, Brittany Forrest. Uh, Brittany Force is going to get the win, 3.692, miles per hour over Keith Mert, 4.10, Clay Milliken, 3.705, want to make sure we say all the numbers too, 2.999 at the eighth mile at 292 miles per hour for the Monster Energy team. Next, we got Doug Foley and Leah Pruitt. Leah Pruitt is going to get the win. 3.686, 334.15 miles per hour to Doug Foley's 3.804 at 304. How about that for that sublime line, top fuel car? That thing looks good bouncing down the racetrack. We got next, we got Spencer Massey and Doug Kalitta. Uh, Doug Kalitta is going to get the win. 3.64. Six at 333.82 miles per hour. How about that? Alan Johnson, hey, they've been saying that last year was very lackluster. They've been saying that, you know, you don't just come into a team. And I said this a little bit too. You don't just come into a team and you just set the world on fire. Uh, so I'm excited to hear what D. Bland says about that because he's been very critical of Alan Johnson. Uh, very critical. But you know, you're the best crew chief in the world. You know, you expect results. So I totally get why the criticism is there. But I think they got it. Uh, that's one of our con that the things we're going to talk about. Is the uh, Kalita Racing back? We'll have to see. But 333.82364 in the first round, man. I tell you what, that's a good damn run. Okay. Um, we got Scott Palmer and Steve Torrance. Steve Torrance, 3.689, 334.32 miles per hour, 73 on the light. He's going to beat Scott Palmer's 3.871, Um, Yes. And then we move on to Sean Langdon, who's in the CMR Construction and Roofing Top Fuel Car this weekend. And then Antron Brown's new look, Matco, Hankstifer, Sirius XM Top Fuel Car. 73 on the light. Scott Palmer was actually a. I just want to make sure I mention that because my eyes went back to it. 55 on Steve Torrance's 73. So Scott left first. Uh, Steve just drove around him. And then back to the Antron Brown, uh, Sean Langdon. 
Uh, they basically left together a 66 for Antron Brown to a 68. These are two of the best levers in the class. Uh, this was a extremely close race, folks. Two ten thousandths of a second, approximately one inch down there at the other end of the racetrack, over 330 miles per hour. Sean Langdon is going home, though. 3.704 to will lose to Antron's 3.706. 326 for Antron to Sean Langdon's booming 333.49 miles per hour. Brown with a couple ticks on the tree and the power to hold on for the whole shot win in a dead heat. Antron Brown's margin of victory, two ten thousandths of a second. That's three zeros, folks. Brown with his quickest pass of the weekend for the win. He will give up lane choice to Kalita in the next round. Langdon with his quickest pass of the weekend as well. And then the last pair, we had Justin Ashley and Mike Salinas. Mike Salinas is going to get the win. How about Ashley left first, as he often does. 38 on the light, 3.75. 330.88 miles per hour. That's a solid run. Uh, but when Mike Salinas is going 3.669, miles per hour in the other lane, you know, you got the best seat in the house to watch him streak away. So let's see. Make sure I didn't forget anything in top fuel. Uh, fun facts from AR. By the time they pass the Christmas tree, the nitro cars are already going 100 miles per hour. Can you believe that? They hit the gas, and within a car length for the top fuel cars, a little bit uh, more space for the funny cars because they're not as long, but they're already going 100 miles an hour. Like, that's amazing. The track temp grew 5 degrees from the time uh, that top fuel started. And uh, so we know that it's all about temp temperature, track temperature, uh, air temperature is is crucial as well, but the track temperature is really what they're looking at it, or what they're looking at, because that determines how aggressive they can be. Uh, it's all about grip, and we still we still have to do that uh, that segment on grip. We will we will still do that. All right, so let's get to Nitro Funny Car, brand new car for Jr. They built him a car from the ground up for Jr. Uh, that Gr Super. He was racing Blake Alexander. Uh, he's going to get the win, 3.893, 331.04 in a winning effort. Blake left first, 040, uh, 395, 323 um, in a losing effort. Alex Laughlin, second in history to compete in Top Fuel Funny Car and Pro Stock at a national event. He's going to run 399.3. He's going to get his first three-second run, 320, in a losing effort to Bob Tasker's streaking 3.865, 332.84 miles per hour. He had the matte black car, uh, or the matte black paint job on it. And by paint job, I mean it was just the matte black car because they had a beautiful uh, hand-painted car that they just blew it up in um, qualifying. Broke a connecting ride. We got Aaron Brooks on the Bob Tasker vehicle. You know, we have saw Aaron Brooks. He's been on a couple cars uh, part, on a part-time basis. Uh, but now he's got him a full-time ride with, uh, with, the, um, with the Bob Tasker PPG Mustang. 
both cars improved on their qualifying effort. This is gonna be a th- this is gonna be a, a trend. <laughs> Everybody improves. Um, let's see. So in the next pair, we got Dave Richards, who was shut off. That was a very nice looking car for him. Uh, the car was stuck in neutral. The reverser malfunctioned, and the car has to be in either uh, forward or back, forward or reverse. Uh, once it's stuck in one of those, there's no way to get it out other than turning the car off. Um, he was racing John Force. John Force is on a solo. He was 88 off the line, and he got away with a 652 at 99 miles per hour. They talked to Courtney Forrest after the run uh, about a return, potentially, and she said, you never know. So, yeah. Holding out hope. Courtney Forrest. Did I say Brittany? I don't know if I said Brittany. I can't remember. Courtney Forrest, <laughs> her sister. Can't remember what I said. All right, we got Terry Haddock in a nice new look. TD Express LLC next to Ron Cap's new look Napa Toyota Gear Rich. Toyota Racing Supra, 3.855. That's now low for the round, 334 miles per hour. Got behind. It shook, and there is more out there, said Dean Antonelli. Shout out to Dean Antonelli. One of the best to ever do it. Uh, so, he said with an 85 that there was more out there, and, and the car will shake when the uh, you know it'll the tire will start to come over itself. It'll start to run over itself, and that's when the tires will start to shake. Uh, but that means there's just not enough power being applied to the racetrack. So it's crazy. 385, and there's more out. Um, and I wrote that too here. Not aggressive, not aggressive enough to keep it on the tire the tires can shake you have to be more aggressive to keep the tires spinning and it's a control slip we got robert height in the new look flavor pack camaro triple a pulling back a bit as we said chris cunningham is now with um sorry he i'm sorry he's now with austin prop yes that was one of the changes um with joe barlow we got chris cunningham i just said that 3.843 3.843 at 334.98 miles per hour for Robert Height. John Smith, John Smith Racing Dynasty. Everybody in his family has, has been associated with drag racing. They're going to go home, though, 447-201. Tim Wilkerson is up next. And I'll tell you what, this new look car for the Tony, uh, for the uh, Maynard Racing, <laughs> Tim Wilkerson. He's now teamed up with Maynard Racing. So that's good. It looks good. That that's that the uh the scad colors on the Mustang make it look really good. Uh and now he's got he says he's got more new parts than he's ever had. Uh or he's that he's gotten in a long time, I'll say that. Um yeah. So LRS is still a part of it. But, uh, you know, they just teamed up with the Maynards. And uh, now Tony Schumacher has a teammate, which is very cool. Uh, Joe Maynard told Tim not to change anything. and uh, Just do you, and we'll take care of the cost, which is pretty cool to have from a team owner. He was racing Matt Hagen, the Sublime Line Direct Connect Dodge SRT Hellcat Widebody Charger. Well... Tim is not going to get the win. Matt Hagen is going to get the win. 3.879, 335, 82. 
trying to run a hundredth or two better, said Dickie Venables. Every crew chief wants to run better. <laughs> so, next we got da, uh, Chad Green and the LRS body. It's usually the Bond Coat, but they're uh, in Florida and LRS. Levi Ray and Shalp is uh, very close to Florida, so they put on the LRS body. Uh, Dan Wilkerson calling the shots. We remember back in St. Louis, he was hitting the loud pedal, but he is the crew chief for the Chad Green Mustang. Uh, Dan Wilkerson is going to tune his boy to a 3.943 uh, 3 at 327 over Paul Lee, FTI, Silver Sport Transmission, and McLeod Clutches. 413, he's going to go home. They'll try it again next time. Dan Wilkerson said it was supposed to go faster than that, thanks to Tim. Without Tim, it doesn't go 390. That's great. So then we got uh, Cruz Pedragon with the Snap-on Hellcat and uh, Alexis DeJoy with the New Look Bandero Premium Tequila Toyota Racing GR Supra. Uh, she's going to get the win 3.900334.32 miles per hour. She's on to the second round. Folks, we're already to the second round of top fuel. We're getting through it. The air temperature was 75 degrees, so that's a huge jump from the 60 or so degrees from earlier. The relative humidity is 43, so that's gotten a little bit better for him. Uh, 29.92 inches on the barometer, and the adjusted altitude is 1,532 feet. Track temperature is 101 degrees. That's still good, folks. Here we go. Top fuel. Tony Schumacher smokes the tires, and Steve Torrance with the Capco Mac Tools Redline Oil will advance with a 3.74 into the semifinals. Are the Capco boys back, folks? Are they back? We'll have to see. Austin Proc does a burnout with no throttle stop, so that RPM went. <laughs> they usually have a throttle spot stop on there that keeps the uh, RPMs in check. Uh, Clay Milliken, fun fact, does not use a throttle stop. He's an old-fashioned guy. He uh, controls that just with his foot. There's no throttle stop. They might have added that now with um, with Jim Overhoffer. That might be something, but Clay's been doing it for years. He's he's a KG veteran. Um, but anywho, so Austin Proc does a burnout with no throttle stop and backfires. He got, uh, there's some... Fuel they got on one of the crew guys. I was told by D. Bland that the crew guy is okay. So we want to make sure that we send out uh, good vibes to him. Um, Leah Pruitt, Direct Connect Sublime Line will advance on a single with a 3.731-325-92 blast. Next, we got Mike Salinas and, uh, not Steve Torrance, Mike Salinas and Brittany Forrest. Excuse me, I had to burp. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're listening to this in your AirPods or whatever you use. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Mike Salinas is going to get the win. 3.699, miles per hour. To Brittany Forces losing 3.758, 332.75 miles per hour. This was a great side-by-side drag race. Uh, Mike Salinas just drove away in the last part of the racetrack. I'd say the last 200 feet or so of the racetrack. Because he beat her by 32 feet. Uh, but it certainly doesn't have to be that much much space for these cars. The way they accelerate down there at the big end of the racetrack. 
we got Doug Coletta and Antron Brown, the final pair in round one, or round two of Top Fuel. The Doug Coletta Top Fuel car. Hey, how about he's driving a um a canopy car now? They said they were just wanting to try something different. It looks really good, folks. Uh, and it looks and it looks just as good on the racetrack. Runner the 3.716, 334.32 miles per hour for the win. He's in the semifinals. He's excited. He's got a good car. They finally got it together so in the second round oh wow i don't have any numbers here that's crazy well we're gonna keep going i'm sorry <laughs> alexis joy is gonna get the win over ron caps jr todd is gonna get the win over robert height robert height did not leave the starting line i i'm gonna believe that something with the uh the throttle linkage broke uh because i know he hit the gas uh but it seemed a little wounded when they got it up there uh it didn't look a typical uh robert height burnout pull it up to the line uh energy it just it, it looked a little frantic and uh we see the car didn't move but jr ty is going to get the win the dhl cmr construction and roofing all things coletta he's going to get the win 3.913 329 for jr ty I'm going to try and get these real quick. Give me a second because I feel like I didn't do my job. Hold on one second. I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. It's cool. It's cool. But I got to tell you what Alexis ran. Can't just tell you she won. Hold on. But while we're uh, while I'm looking for this, um, let me see. Okay, it should be. Um, it's coming now. We always do this at least once on, a, on an episode, so it's fine. <laughs> I usually print out the sheets, but, you know, I'm trying to save paper. You know, you don't want to print every time. Okay, 3.931, 330.47 for Alexis DeJoria in that win over Ron Capps. Uh, Air leak will remove the throttle linkage, and it will not work. So, um... I'm reading my notes and then I explain them because I, I know when you know when you take notes, it doesn't always need to be in a complete sentence. But a lot of the systems on the nitro cars are run by air. And if there's an air leak or if there's something weird going on with with whatever, it will not um it will not, you know, something won't work. It just depends on what specifically it is. Uh but a lot of the systems on the nitro cars are run by air. Um, feel like I'm kind of knee jerk today. It's kind of just, but we're doing it. We're doing it. It's fine. It's fine. Podcasts are supposed to be relaxed and laid back. And I think that's why I have so much fun doing it. I think that's why y'all have so much fun listening. It's just because it's not so structured. It's, it's, it's good. It's structured. We have our kind of structure, but you know, we have a good time and it's just, me talking about the sport I love, you know, and uh, so I, I do hope you appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it's not always perfect, but, you know, I'm a performer. I, I love live performance and live performance is not always perfect. So I do love that about it. But I do appreciate I just want to say this. If I don't have time to say it at the end of the episode, I appreciate you for being here, coming back with me another season in um, HRA 23. It's going to be great. Anywho, we got John Force. And Chad Green. Chad Green's gonna get the win over John Force. 3.93 feet to 3.94. 068 for Chad Green. 
great side by side drag race. I want to see what the uh what the what the margin of victory was on this. Oh, it wasn't. I, I guess three tenths. Okay. Well, it's not too close. I feel like it looks a lot closer on the TV than it actually is most of the time because they're moving three hundred over three hundred twenty miles per hour down there, and they look like they might be side by side at half track, but by the end of the racetrack, like it could be a car length. If we're talking about top fuel, a funny car, either class really. We're talking about ten about ten feet in a funny car and, and thirty for a top fuel car. It's crazy how these things accelerate. It's incredible. All right. We're in the semifinals, folks. We are moving on this today. Uh <laughs> we got semifinals. The tr uh the track temperature has grown thirty degrees since we've started. Uh, the air temperature is seventy nine degrees, so not uh, about four degree difference there. The relative humidity is forty eight percent, so about 5% there. Uh, barometer is 29.89, so that's a little bit better. The adjusted altitude is 1,963 feet, so 1,963 feet. We're in the semifinals. We usually do uh, the, the semifinals where we listen to the semis as well, but we're not going to do that this week. Uh, we're going to just focus on the finals, but uh, as far as the, the audible, or the, uh, the audible, <laughs> you know, I got a um, got football on the mind, I guess. But anyway, um, we usually do a little bit different, but it's fine. It's totally fine. We're going to do it this way this week. I think it kind of, you know, especially when we have a week that has so much uh, action packed into one weekend. We have four qualifying sessions and a specialty race and the race on Sunday, which was crazy. So I don't feel like I'm really doing it justice, but I mean, it was a great weekend. Hopefully you watched uh, or maybe you were there because uh, it was sold out all weekend. Uh, the, the crowd on Saturday was massive. Uh, I saw the parking lot from uh, an aerial shot. The Gainesville folks show up for their drag racing, which is very cool. All right. How about Steve Torrance and Doug Kalitta? Doug Kalitta for Mac Tools, CMR, Construction and Roofing, Rev Kim, all things Doug are all things Kalitta. I'm sorry. Um, almost instant tire smoke for the Mac Tools team. Looks like they're on the back. They're back on the right track for sure, though. They're in the semifinals at the first race of the season. I'll say. And Steve Torrance is going to get the win for Capco Contractors Redline Oil 3.779, 3.28 for the win. You got to change that performance up a little bit as the day goes. Um, they were still bolting on things as they were bringing the car up to the line. There was a crew guy hanging off of the supercharger, bolting stuff on. They Things were a little bit abbreviated this weekend as far as the turnarounds were concerned because of live TV. The, sh uh, the drag racing show came on before uh, the NASCAR race. And I've always wondered, how can you make a sport that has times where we need to kind of shut down and, and clean up the racetrack if there's a... A, sh uh, a, um, a oil down or worst case scenario or, or there's a crash or something that you know that was just left on the track from a car when you're dealing with this much power things happen and sometimes there needs to be a little downtime so but I've always wondered how can we make this sport good for live TV we know we have live football live baseball live basketball but the action is kind of continuous and it doesn't stop but with NHRA 
there are times where we do have to reset the track. We do have to do this. We do have to do that. So I'm glad that they kind of figured it out. Uh, NHRA TV is where you get more of that. Uh, I wouldn't say boring, but I would say it's uh, it's more true to life when you're at the racetrack. By the way, while we have a little time, and we're probably going to talk about this again, um, because just as much as I like to celebrate NHRA for things they do well, I like to also uh, give some pointers and notes on what we want to see the sport be. Um, you know, the, the marching bands at the racetrack this weekend, and I, I call me a little biased, but I thought that was a great move by the NHRA, having the Florida band come out on Sunday uh, and then have uh, I'm I wrote this down. Let me see. Did I bring my notebook in here. I don't think I did, folks. But anyway, congratulations to the high school band that played on Friday. It was such a different atmosphere. It, it, it gave the atmosphere of a real sporting event rather than, you know, I can give or take with with the uh, with the low zone stuff, you know, that I, I'm here for the racing. But if we if we know we're going to have downtime we should have something to kind of step in to not distract the fans from what's happening, but to entertain them. It's all about entertainment. Uh, it's, it's competition. And that's what we focus more on, on this side of it. But at the end of the day, people are paying money to come see this stuff. So I think you got to make it worth their while. And, you know, but the NHR is doing that. They're going in the right direction. I'll say that for sure. Um, definitely, most definitely going in the right direction. The sport's got to evolve, folks, you know, and it's it cannot stay the same. And I, and I know in the NHRA, we focus a lot on the history and how we got here and all of this. And did you remember this when this happened? Yeah, that's all great. But let's focus on what's happening on the racetrack now, you know. And I think that's that's what is the coolest thing about NHRA right now is like almost every run is 330. Like, why are we not talking about that? We're talking about, you know, the history, which is good. And I get that, but we shouldn't be talking about history all the time when we have all of this incredible stuff happening right in front of us. So that's just my take on it. Uh, I've said it before and I'll continue to say it until it changes. There's a lot of good stuff that's happening with NHRA, but I feel like some of the stuff we're getting to the point where it's getting to be so cool and we're bringing a lot of people back to the sport where we can't have the cringy things. And uh, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Okay, so we got Chad Green and uh, J.R. Todd for LRS and Bond Cope for Chad Green and then J.R. Todd, DHL, Rev Kim. Again, all things Kalita, CMR Construction and Roofing, Toyota. How about J.R. Todd's going to be in the final at the first race of the season? New car, new me. 3.903, 332.43 miles per hour. This is a close race, folks. This is a close race. Let's see exactly how close, because I don't have that on the sheet. But we're going to go to it. Hey, it was a close race on the TV, folks. How about it was 22 feet down there at the other end of the racetrack? A perfect example of it looking a lot closer than it actually was. Like, wow, that's crazy. 
It's crazy. And then in the second funny car uh, semifinal, we got Alexis DeJoya, Bandero Premium Tequila, Brandero. Why is that so hard for me to say? Bandero Premium Tequila. I have struggled to say that for two seasons now. I'm kidding. Love it. Rocket phones. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Matt Hagen for Dodge Direct Connection. The Sublime Lime Hellcat is on to his second straight final at Gainesville. Second straight final at Gainesville for Tony Stewart racing in the funny car division. 3.89, 330.39 miles per hour. Holy crap. So, Mission Food, Too Fast, Too Tasty, semifinal rematches on Saturdays at select NHRA events. Yes, folks, so we're probably going to see these events, th these, um, we're, and by probably, I mean, we are going to see some competition on Saturday now because they're able to uh, rematch for a little bit of money. Mission Food, that's a big time sponsor, folks. They they got a lot of pull, you know, in in, in things, and they, they they were on the side of uh, Angel's car, uh, pro stock car. They're still on the side of a pro stock pro stock car. <laughs> pro stock bike. Uh, we have fun here again. We we got to laugh through the mistakes. It's performance. I don't care. <laughs> um, the finals were a bit out of order because they were doing it live on Fox. We actually got to see the three of the four on live TV before the NASCAR race started. Um, but folks, why, why we have the time? Cause you, you know how I am. They just come up and I got to say something before I forget. We need a NHRA today type show. Like, why don't we have a show like that? You know, I think that we need something, you know, NASCAR has a show every night. Why can't we find, if you don't want to have people, or, or, or the the old veterans back, you know, in the I I don't know I don't know. Well, I'm gonna talk about this with D Bland because I wanna I wanna know what he thinks about this. But we need a show where, like, an NHRA Today kind of thing, where but but it doesn't have to be NHRA people. We need to hire young young upcoming journalists to cover this sport. Like, it. I don't know. If the people that are covering the NASCAR show are or were fans of this sport before they started working for NASCAR, but I feel like there needs to be more of that. There needs to be more TV coverage. There needs to be more like the live stuff on Fox is fabulous. That's amazing. We're on the we're on the Fox network, the same network that the NFL is primarily on. That's incredible. That's great. NASCAR, MLB. That's that's amazing to get eyes on the sport, but I think we got to do more. We have to do more as far as the outreach. We need a daily show. We need a show by people that aren't in the booth. Some of them would be good, I think, but not all of them. Not all of them are, I, so, sorry to say it, very good announcers. So, because for me, I don't like when announcers put their own opinions as 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 gospel this is your opinion as far as some of the other announcers they just report the sport rather than putting their emotions on the microphone that's just how i feel when i'm on the microphone whenever you're on a microphone you have a responsibility to report the news not what you believe about the news 
And that's all I'm going to say about that. So we got Gage Herrera. You know, we focus on all four professional categories in the finals. So we got Gage Herrera. First race out on a really good bike. He's not a rookie. Uh, They were saying he's not a rookie. How about he set a track speed record? 203 miles per hour on a bike, folks. 6.706 for Vance and Hines, Mission Foods. Andrew Hines, the champ, the guy who was on the bike for a lot of years, he's now turning the wrenches, and uh, he turned his driver or his rider to a win. 6.706, 202.15. He's going to beat Angie Smith in the V-Twin Denzo, 6.85 for her. But how about Gainesville just seems to be the race where a lot of people get their first race wins. Um, in 2021, Josh Hart wins his first race out in his debut. First time since Daryl Russell. Then we got last year, Trip Tatum wins his first race. And then this year, we got Gage Herrera is going to get his first win. So congratulations, young man, on getting your first Wally. Uh, I'm going to read it in the order that they would normally go, but it didn't go like this. This uh, Pro Stock car was actually last. They wanted to have the Nitro cars on live TV, which you understand. I understand. Not taking anything away from the pro stock folks. Uh, But Nitro is what NHRA uses to market. I get it. Uh, I just feel like the way these cars are are performing right now, we could do a little bit more. I'm always going to say we can do more for my sport because I believe in it. We got Mason McGahey in one lane and Troy Coughlin Jr. in the other. Troy Coughlin is going to get his win 3.633 i believe it's his third career victory so congratulations uh mason makes a move uh drop once it dropped the clutch i mean he made a move laterally and that's not good in a pro stock car uh it's a lot more uh detrimental to the performance of the race uh than than more so a nitro car you know uh, they always said you aim a pro stock a motorcycle you don't aim a pro stock car because you can drive it a little bit but every little lateral movement in any division will scrub off some some et or time but while there's power adders in the nitro categories where you can kind of run the car really uh, well you don't plan for a driver to be driving all around the racetrack you plan for for the, him or her to go straight down the racetrack so you don't plan for some for movement but in a nitro car, you can get back after it after the movement. Usually with pro stock car, that's not always possible. Um, and I'll just leave it there. I don't want to get too into it because, as you all know, I don't really know much about pro stock. And I'm changing that. I'm, I'm getting to know them more. But uh, it's called the Nitro Performance Guy for a reason. <laughs> we got Matt Hagen in one lane and J.R. Todd in the other. J- DHL, Mobile One, Revcam, Seal Masters. Kalita Toyota GR Racing Supra, tuned by John Overhoffer. And then we got Matt Hagen in the other lane. Dodge Direct Connect, Gear Wrench, Mobile One, Sublime Lime Hellcat for Tony Stewart Racing, and Dickie Venables at the head helm. I'll say the head helm. So, because everybody has co crew chiefs now. But Matt Hagen is going to go back to back. How about that? 3.926, 329, back to back at Gainesville. Um, let me see. Left when Matt left, 400 feet was very close. Jr. started spinning the tires and blew it up. He did. 
Win number 44 for Matt Hagen back-to-back at Gainesville Raceway. My notes are so funny. I love it. <laughs> but they're very helpful. I don't have to sit here with the timesheets. Uh, I can kind of condense a little bit. Been doing good on time, folks. All right. And in the final final, we got Mike Salinas for Scrappers and Valley Services. And there's a couple others that are helping them along uh, with Steve Torrance and Capco Contractors, Redline Oil, making making everybody take notice that the Capco boys are back. But Mike Salinas is going to get the win this time. Hey, how about both cars over 330 miles per hour in the final round of top fuel at the Gators? 3.700, 330.31 miles per hour is going to get the win. How about that? Rob Flynn's got that thing flying. Uh, I love it. They've been talk. They were talking to him the whole race. It's gonna be great. So we're gonna listen to those. Um, and I'm gonna put, do some do some editing. <laughs> but how about that? I just wanted to make sure I talked about it before. Uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and listen to those, and then the next thing you'll hear will be uh, me and my big bro going back and forth about how Gainesville. How, how Gainesville was how how was it he was on the ground he was in the tower uh so he was there and so we're going to talk to him Mike Salinas gets the win by 16 inches over 330 miles per hour marching to victory 200 or I'm sorry two thousandths of a second two thousandths of a second 16 feet at the big end of the racetrack how about that 30 foot long vehicles so now what I'm about to do is I'm going to put in uh, the audio, so we're going to listen to those finals now. And then after those finals end, it's going to be me and D. Bland talking about the race. For the first Wally of the year, the Amway Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals is it going home with Matter, J.R. Todd. J.R. goes kaboom, and Matt Hagen goes to the winner's circle. 392. 329 miles an hour, identical reaction times. They left as one. At 60 feet, JR's out in front. At 330 feet, JR's out in front. The Gazoo Toyota started moving around down there. He saw it spin the tires and go kaboom. And Matt Hagen goes 392, 329 miles an hour and picks up the win. I can tell you this, Team Toyota is back. Make no bones about that but on this day and on this track Tony Stewart is going to the winner's circle with his funny car team on Dickie Venable's birthday congratulations to direct connection and the Justin oh, I'll just open this little trap door right here Hagen celebrates up at the top end on the Sunoco screen, and we're going to piggyback on the NHRA on Fox folks in here from the Happy Man. Ethan, you have referenced the Gator National fans all weekend. To pick up this Wally in front of a packed audience, what would you like to say to them? It's amazing. Thank you guys for the support. We love all of our fans out here. Can't do it without them, but, you know, for this power broker Dodge, it's just running strong. Dickie Venerable, happy birthday. My dad's here. My best friend's here. It's just amazing. I mean, uh, I'm just... I'm in awe with our team right now to come out here and only test for a couple days and be able to turn four wind lights on. It's just, uh, it's awesome. It's cool. Woo! Yeah! yeah. 
had themselves a solid run last year and a solid run here. Interestingly enough, Mike only qualified in the middle of this field. But he's got a shot to leave here as the point leader. If he can get around Steve. And Mike has had a really good car today. He was low ET of round two. He was low ET last round. Can he do it one more time? Three, seven hundred for the win. Mike Salinas. Steve Torrance got off the starting line first, ran 375 at 333 miles an hour. And Mike Salinas wins it by two thousandths of a second. Steve almost stole that thing with his right foot. And at the finish line, comes up double O2 short. Congratulations to the Scrappers, to Rob Flint, to Mike Salinas, the entire team down there. That is your eighth Wally. Do you believe it yet? No, honest to God, it's, uh, you get a little emotional because this thing, we worked so hard to get here, got a great team. And it's just, it's just amazing. It's just, it's, it's surreal. I go home and I watch this stuff on TV and it's hard to believe it's me doing it, you know. Um, Pleasanton Ready Mix. Adams Pools, Platinum Logistics, Valley Services, Valley Recycling, Pacific Coast. Thank you guys, thank you. Congratulations, Mike. Okay, folks, we're back. And I say this when I see uh, wings under the tower or funny car bodies in the staging lane. It's about to get a whole lot louder in here. I've had him on the show before. He is my big brother. He is the host of the podcast, The Breakdown with Karita Parks. Welcome back, D. Bland. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm happy. You know, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> you know, you already know. All right. So let's just get right to it. So I saw this. I saw these on um, NHRA.com. And I, I didn't want to use all of them, but I did see two that I did want to talk about. So, Kalita Motorsports revival is underway? Question mark. There should be a question mark there, but what do you think? Interesting. Um, look, uh, I thought they came out in uh, qualifying, and he really did a good job. Um, you know, they. It seems like. It seems like they. Of course, we all know they came out in this this year. She. Uh, uh, Doug Coletta has a canopy car. Um, they've right. made some changes uh, to that car uh, to kind of suit Alan Johnson's, um, you know, repertoire, right? Um, you know, I, I think Alan Johnson is successful when he has things a certain way. Um, mm -hmm. I think we can kind of liken that to football uh, with um, not getting just any quarterback or, or any type of uh, uh, defensive lineman or linebacker that some some of these players are system players. And I, I think that uh, at this time, Alan Johnson is a system too. Um, so with that said, um, he's had, you got to give him credit. They had success this weekend um, in qualifying. I thought they were really well. Uh, he comes out in that first round and uh, is able to really put up that 372.3 uh, at 327.82 miles an hour. Um, you look at the, uh, the, the 60 foot incrementals at that 830 
Um, he right on par with a lot of people. And really, to be honest with you, he was quicker than a lot of people, especially in that first round. I mean, it was a, a eight, uh, 0.830 to the 60 foot. And the closest person was Sean Langdon uh, with that. So wow. uh, that first round, they came out and did a good job. Uh, the third round, obviously, you know, we got rained out for the second round for top fuel. Uh, they only had two, a pair of funny cars go down. And then you look at what they did um, when it comes down to uh, the, you know, the second or the, the third uh, round of qualifying, that 375-3 was legit. Um, then he comes back in that fourth round uh, of qualifying. Uh, he was involved in the, the you know, the all-star call out as well. But um, he comes back in that fourth round and they just kind of lit the tires up. Uh, they lit the tires up in the all-star call out too. And I just have a little bit of an issue with that because I felt like you didn't have to overpower the racetrack. We saw Josh Hart running 75s and 74s to mm -hmm. win the thing. Okay? Yeah. He, did, he didn't run 69s to win it. He ran a 74 and a 75. They, they ran, like I said, they came out and ran 72. Uh, I believe they could have ran a 74. They might've gone to the next round. Mm -hmm. um, would they have won? We can't say that because it didn't play out that way. Right. But I would have liked to have seen them kind of go with what the track was giving them at the moment. You're in an all-star call out for 80,000. Try to keep yourself in it and don't try to overpower the racetrack trying to run a 69, which they hadn't done all day. Exactly. But I think you have to give them credit. Uh, there's a vast improvement. Uh, there's consistency is what we saw in this first race. And we'll see if it can continue. Um, yeah. I, I can't, you know, say that I, I don't think there's a, I don't think we can say there's a revival yet until we get uh, into through, let's just say, let's get through this first quarter of the regular season. Right now we're yeah. in the first race of the first quarter of the regular season. So, yeah. you know, revival, let's pump the brakes on that. Let's see if we can get here to the fourth race. We'll tally things up and we'll see if there's a revival or not. Sure. I agree, uh, for sure. Uh, you, I love, always love the headlines. Oh, by the way, folks, he was there this weekend. He was, he was there. Uh, he got to feel that sound. You, beautiful. <laughs> that's man. Okay, I just, I was listening to uh, before we started. I was listening to the clip that I put of the funny car final, and just, just the richness. It's just, I can't wait beautiful. for you to hear. It's, it's. You, I, I bump up the bass a little bit because you know you got to take out a little bit of the sound because it's so much sound. Yeah. So you got to kind of take. It's overpowering. Yeah. So you got to kind of, and I and I get it because I record the cars the same way. I got to add some of the bass that was that is there back in. Right. But exactly. yeah. So but anyway, I definitely agree. Uh, Jr's car. How about that? Like the, the funny cars in the final. Like that's that's good to see. I Man. I love when J, that DHL. Uh, now Toyota Supra uh, is in the in the final late late rounds in the day. Yeah, yeah, that 2023 Supra was rolling, um, and that's what you want to see. Uh, it's always better when Jr. Todd is doing well. Um, you, we all know uh, he, he doesn't uh, mince his words. No, um, he, he wears his emotions on his sleeve, and he's yes. a he's a real tough competitor. For sure, and, uh, it was really nice to see them just come out and just swing the bats and hit every time. Uh, it didn't work out in the final, but um, they were right there with uh, Matt. And even Matt said he was he was out in front. And the statistics, you know, the the, the numbers show that he was out yeah. in front until it lost the tires. Um, it, it was beautiful to watch, and uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping that this can can continue through the season. 
for sure. And I mean, like you said, I mean, it was you could have thrown a cover over him uh, till about 400 feet. Like yeah. it was, it was a pick, and that's what you want to see in the final. You know, Absolutely. that's what you want to see. So I, I think the team is looking good, and uh, you know, it's a it's such a long season, so it's kind of yeah. hard to after one race go. Well, are they back? So you know, speaking of that, uh, and that brings me to my next question. So uh, Josh Hart begins the season the best way possible is what they say. I agree. I mean, he look at look at him. He comes out, wins the all-star money. Uh, how about all the side bets this weekend? Like that, that was fantastic. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see. A little yes. bit more WWE trash talk would have been nice. But you know what? It's definitely a step up from last year. Yeah. They really did a good job. They, they really played into this call out. Uh, and it was nice. That $5,000 side bet, though, was nice. And then he pulls it out of his fire suit at the end of the racetrack. <laughs> that was fire. <laughs> goals, goals, people, goals, people. You go, you run down the track 330 and get out. I got 5,000 right here. I think Listen. the best comment of the call out, though, comes from Austin Proc when he okay. was asked whether there was going to be a side bet or not. And Austin was like, that man's got too many cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't compete with that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 you can't argue with that. Yeah. You know, uh, I, shout out I, I to Josh Hart and Bernie's. Yes. <laughs> I applaud him for that, though. It was it was good. It was very good. Very well done. Yeah, for sure. And this is what we need. This is what I looked forward to. Like uh, when I was a kid growing up uh, as a fan, you see the Budweiser shootout, you yes. know, the top fuel. And I remember one from uh, 2004, I think. I remember when uh, I think it was Brandon when he had the like the white on his car and Scott Kalita had the spider paint scheme. Yeah, like yeah. just I just remember that like that's that's stuff you don't forget. Yep. But I, I think I think he did he did a fine job. I mean that t- that car was coming alive last season. Like I saw him run three sixty six. I saw it. Right. Like, <laughs> like I saw it. So it's the hey. We're going to have to watch Josh Hart because he might not have all the bravado uh, that some of the other drivers have, but don't don't ever sleep on him. But you know what I like about him? Uh, the, the, the man is genuine. Yeah. Um, and I, I met him when he was in uh, Top Alcohol, uh, when they, they thought that uh, it was a possibility that uh, Vandergriff was going to be um, adding some funny, adding some top fuel dragsters, and he was supposed to be a part of that. Um, obviously that did not work out. Uh, but when I, from the time I met him, Josh is Josh. He's a very, um, you know, very well-spoken, um, genuine, uh, individual. And, um, what you see is what you get. He's not putting on airs or anything like that. Um, you know, he, he is who he is and let him be that. Uh, and I applaud that uh, of him. Uh, it's just, it's great to watch, uh, him come from top alcohol he wanted to be in top fuel and he made it happen um and and that that's uh that's really really amazing yeah it's on the wing it's on the wing anything's possible i love it i i think that was the car that when it did a burnout when i was at the gate uh in in it when they were at gateway i'm still call it gateway worldwide technology raceway i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) but uh like he he did a burnout and he just sat there and I saw his wing and it said anything is possible and I was just like, hey, I could do this. I could have one of these things out here, like. So anyway, 
Anyway, did I just say something I shouldn't have said? I'm sorry. I, I didn't. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so Mike Salinas wins top fuel first race of the season. No major sponsorship. Like, how about that? First of all, I think everybody saw my tweet, and I'm going to say it again. Please. Uh, Pet Boys is disrespectful that you're not on this man's car. Yeah. Uh, they came out last year. Uh, you look at what they did last year. They were in the hunt last year. Um, and then the fact that uh, you come out in 2023 to start the season with a win, I mean, it's absolutely and utterly disrespectful that Pet Boys is not on the side of that vehicle. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at you look at what they did um, in, in those last last bit of the season. Um, you know, there were some slip ups, but at the same time, uh, they had their moments. 36 and 18 round win loss record ain't no joke. He had four wins two runner-ups, four semifinals, seven quarterfinals. Yeah. What else does the man need to do? There's yeah. other people on the list that still got uh, sponsors, and they did less, a la Doug Coletta, under 500, mind you, um, 15 and 22 last year. So mm -hmm. you mean to tell me, pet boys, that you can't find some money and get on this man's car? Disrespectful. Yeah. It, and, it, and it was kind of interesting that – using the title of Pep Boys All-Star Callout. So it's like, okay, you have the money for that, but you don't have the money to support one of the best top fuel cars on the property everywhere they go. Everywhere they go, Mike Salinas, Rob Flynn, they can get the job done. And they, they're just starting like they did last year. They just Absolutely. were just winning. And I, I think when AJ left, they all assumed like, oh, he's, he's going to be dead. He's dead. He's done. No, no. Rob no. Flynn was not the problem. MMR exactly. says the same thing. I'm <laughs> saying the same thing. I've been on Rob Flynn's bandwagon. Yeah, um, me too. You, you got to give him credit, man. Yes. He comes in, does the job, understands what's going on there. And he's saying, well, let's see what we, let's see what we can do. Let's see how I can improve yeah. on this. Um, yeah. And they did that. The scary thing is, and you can watch the clip, uh, the real, either on my Facebook at NotBland21 or on my Instagram at NotBland21. But I asked him the question of how, you know, they came out against the defending champ and run a 69, and they ran the, and the defending champ runs a 73, uh, or I think it was 73 or 75. Couldn't me, get it done. Yeah, I think and it was 75. Do you know? Yeah, 75 with an 8, 332. Okay, Mike Salinas said, the car had more. They should have been running <laughs> 60s all day long. He yeah. said on that pass, it was supposed to be a 67. I think on the 66 pass that he made, it was supposed to be a 63. He wow. said, I, I bumped it in a little bit too far. And he said on the one run, I think the 69 run, yeah, uh, it ate through the clutch. Okay. So, okay. you know, this car is hot. Yeah. And, uh, with the ever-changing conditions um, this weekend, they managed to stay in it and uh, continue to uh, throw haymakers. Uh, and, and really, kudos to, uh, you know, Mike Salinas for understanding that there was a lane issue. Um, the right lane was better, and he had to go out and make sure he got lane choice every round. He did that. And then Rob Flynn follows it up. 
uh, and make it pay. It makes that hard work pay dividends and they're holding the trophy at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what can you say about that? You know, it's the numbers and that's, you know, that's what we do here. The numbers don't lie. Like you can't make up numbers. You can't like, okay, you might have opinions, but numbers don't have opinions. Numbers are numbers. Right. And that's all I'm going to say on that. You know? So like, this guy is great. I've been a fan of Mike Salinas since he got in the top fuel with the bright orange top yes. fuel car. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, so, you know, this is great. He, he is, he is a guy. He reminds me of my dad as far as his work ethic that mm-hmm. he comes from, uh, you know, building something and understanding the value and not just in hard work, but also taking care of your people. And he also talked about letting the people that, you hired to do the job, do their jobs. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it's, it's really remarkable. Very happy to see him uh, start the season with a win and uh, really get the momentum that they had last season uh, continue. Um, somebody get on the side of that race car yeah. and uh, pet boys. You, you heard what I said. Yeah. Get on the man's race car, you know, uh, he deserves it, and uh, oh yeah, you're gonna get even more uh, visual of Pet Boys because you're gonna be on the side of a car that's gonna be in the semifinals and finals a lot this year. Exactly, exactly. Uh, hey, how about that Matt Hagen going back to back at Gainesville back back. Raceway with the Sublime Lime? Now let me tell you something about these cars, okay? Now, everybody, the, the name of the episode, you about to die. It's, you know how people go, new year, new me. Yeah. You know? yeah. The name of the episode is going to be new me or no, new year, new library. <laughs> Everybody's got something different. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody's got something different and it's good looking. But let me tell you about that green. That, and, and, and we could just, we could talk about Leah too a little bit, you know, but like, hey, like. That's good to see. It's a good, and I texted you about it. It's the sports better when Leah Pruitt's car is good. Absolutely. And so, you know, but Tony Stewart, he's a straight up guy. He's a, hey, I want to win. So what do we need to win? Who are the people we need? They have the people. We need the parts. They have the parts. We just need to get the work done. And, and, and like Matt Hagen, you know, that was pretty much a turnkey situation but they've always been good every year they are they're always good like the car is good dickie venables you know what else do i have to say <laughs> like um, you know you know john medlin you know he's retired but he was there a long time so yeah. and then you got hulk who is just a okay let me just say folks people that have never been to a drag race yet matt hagan is a large human he is very very like he's tall and he's like, well, he cut this Bill. year. He oh, cut oh, this year. Did he trim up that a bit? That that boy cut this year. Okay. Uh, you need to check his Instagram. I always be always oh, be yeah. laughing because he, he always had them thirst trap, them <laughs> thirst trap photos, <laughs> getting them ladies the thirst trap photos. But um, so he was in the Iron Palace on Twitter on his Iron Palace. I called Dodge SRT Iron okay. Palace. Okay. I had retweeted that to the rock because you know he calls his thing the iron pad up palace right. i'm like hey hey 
we got the Dodge SRT Iron Palace. I'm mad that he didn't respond to Matt Hagen because in that photo, Matt Hagen is cut like Matt could play ball, like yeah. linebacker ball. Yeah. Like <laughs> he he in shape, bro. <laughs> and that's see, and I I think about we we off topic, but you know we do that we do that here, so it's fine. I'm gonna keep going. It it makes me think of like uh, Antron Brown. You know, he used to be a he's a, he's a, uh, used to be a sprinter, and like these people that are like what y'all don't you know I teach on every episode. What y'all don't understand is they don't just get in a car, take it down to the other end of the racetrack, and it's just you know hunky dory. These people are in shape. These people are like working out. Their weight matters. I mean, the weight of the person in the car, it's all about weight distribution and all that good stuff. These people are like, you, they look a lot bigger on TV. Like some, they're, most of them are like just t- very tiny people, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy, except Matt Hagen. Like, <laughs> yeah. but, which brings me back to what I was saying. Like the guy, we just need to, we have a John Forrest grandstand there, don't we? We need to have yeah. a Matt Hagen grandstand, right? Yeah, yeah. He, work, <laughs> he working on that. He, yeah. he should already have it by now, but, For you, sure. know, um, you know, to look at that car and what it did coming into this season, they got a lot of momentum coming into the season. I mean, they were 13-5 and five, uh, win-loss record in the last six races of the season. Um, you know, if they didn't go out first round uh, in Pomona, and they didn't go out in two rounds or or maybe got an extra win, they, they might have won the championship hands down. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the car is running well. They come right in. They didn't even have a lot of testing. They come right in and just start hammering it down. And really, it was just about running the conditions that were there because it, every session, it was different. I mean, we mm-hmm. started out at 55 degrees. Uh, I believe we ended the day at 81 degrees. Yeah. So, you know, each each uh, session, it was getting warmer and warmer. And they did an excellent job of just racing the racetrack uh, and letting, you know, letting the car uh, do its job uh, and Matt doing his job uh, as well. Um, you know, really, really good win for him. Uh, and, you know, to be back to back, it doesn't happen very much. Uh, I don't think it's happened very much um you know especially here well in certain categories but it's nice to him to get back to back he said something about Gainesville and he never he know he never won it until last year and now he's got a second one so uh, I think he's starting to love Gainesville a little bit folks I just realized something I didn't talk about Matt Hagen's second round run I just I skipped right over him I'm just looking at these notes let me tell y'all what he ran first and then we can move on but y'all know me i make mistakes it's performance but i always correct it <laughs> so let me tell you what matt hagan ran in we love live this is live i love it well it's you know what i mean okay so <laughs> this is fun okay matt hagan Second round. What did Matt Hagen run in the second round? So Matt ran a, a 3.882 at 329.67 miles an hour. Yes. Um, his 60-foot incrementals between him and Bob Tasca, who, who another car who had a pretty decent weekend. Right. Um, he was he was 062 on the tree. Uh, he was 868 to the 60-foot. Uh, yep. Bob Tasca was 897 to the 60. 
And then that 330 feet, uh, he had made it up a little bit with that 2.242 second uh, at the uh, 330 foot mark. And by uh, 363.150, I mean, Tasker was right there. He had a 2.274 and the 330, and he had that 3182 at the 660. Just wasn't enough. Right. Hagen was doing 283.97 miles an hour at the 660 mark. Thank you. And I saw, and I, I was actually, I brought this up in the, the other segment when I went through everything, uh, 31 feet at the far end of the racetrack. Now, it never looks like that. That's a long shutdown in Gainesville. Yeah, it never looks like it was 31 feet, but it looks a lot closer than it is sometimes because of how they move down there. Like they could be neck and neck at like seven, 800 feet, 800 feet. And then the other car will do something and win the race Yeah. by like, but, but not only get up close and pass them, but like there's daylight, like this, these cars. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, what was funny, what was funny too, I'll go back to Mike Salinas real quick. What was funny, Mike Salinas said, every round I was dri- I was driving it to the 1320 mark. Yeah. Rob, Rob, Rob Flynn was like, stop it. But I was driving that bad boy to the 1320 mark every round. <laughs> See, a few of them you should have seen it. Joe's face when he said that. You, <laughs> it was classic. Joe's face when he said, I drove it to 330. 31320 every time Joe's face was 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 classic. <laughs> I am weak. That is so funny. Yeah, hey, I mean, it, it there's proof out there just like you said it that there's some some of the drivers are still doing it. Hey, and if it might not be on every race, but we they might not time them to uh, 1320, yeah. but that don't mean they ain't running it to 1320, right. especially yeah. like Extra John long shutdown, not too bad. Yeah, like John Force, you think he ain't running it to 1320 sometimes? Sometimes. Okay. How about John in the qualifying <laughs> with that 330, 335 mile an hour pass? Right? Just Insane. let Just, just. Okay, this is funny. Y'all gonna laugh, and I'm gonna talk about John Force because I'm wearing a hoodie. Give me one second. I have to do something. You're gonna laugh. Hey, Google. Stop. It just plays music. Okay. Anyway, it just starts playing. Okay. Anyway, John Forrest. Like, Max Savage is over there now. You know, they, they took those that, that monster car stuff. I talked about the I talked about that too. Um, the changes. I feel like, you know, I know there was some talk that there was uh some dissension or whatever. I do know um that uh you know uh Grubby wanted somebody in the uh shop all the time max savage really didn't want to do that so they made some changes to accommodate regardless these changes that to accommodate are absolutely amazing and it's only going to better this john force racing team um i I think those those maneuvers i think danny is is going to learn a lot from that um and it's going to be a nice combo and and it's going to elevate danny to even uh, progress more as a crew chief um, you look at uh, the training, the you know the the crew chief in training over there, and uh, Jimmy Proc's son. Um, I, I like all of what they did with all mm-hmm. the changes, regardless of what the reasons were. This is 
these changes betters John Force racing. Yeah, it didn't show with all the wackiness uh, that man, we had. How about that Sunday. second round? Oh man, that was rough. <laughs> Weird. But it, it's just stuff. It's drag racing. It's it, drag racing. It's it, drag it racing. First race, and I think we forget. It's the first race of the season, too. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, some, some you know, we don't have a preseason. Right. So some teams are still working out the bugs. And yeah. there there were bugs this weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, weird bugs. JFR going down. And, and But it wasn't even, like, all of them weren't just close drag races. They were like, Robert Height hits the gas and no flames come up. Like, he had no, he had no, uh, had no throttle cable. Yeah. And, and, when, and folks... I, that's what I su- suspected happened, folks. When you press your foot to like a lot of these cars maneuvers or, or their their mechanics or air, it's made it's by it's powered by air. So if there's a leak or something, the leakage literally he's he I know he hit the gas. I know he did, and that yeah. happens. Well, that he happens knew he often. had. Well, he knew he didn't have a throttle cable. They knew okay. that. If you okay. noticed on the burnout. At the end of it, the th- it was like the uh, the throttle stop, just like on uh, Austin Prox, the throttle stop broke because you oh. heard them burn out, and all you heard was a whop. Oh, and it was you know it over revved the engine. Now on Austin Prox, it over revved the engine. I believe it was like a uh, 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 geez, um, a lifter or something broke. That's why you saw the it kind of burp and then throw up oil uh, on the back of the crewman uh, yeah. fortunate, um, uh, fortunate enough he was okay Very um good. but he it the throttle stop broke on austin prox car and you heard it over rev it yeah. was way over rev it was a- it audible and the yeah. same thing happened to weirdly the same thing happened to uh robert height and they took the stage because if you stage the car you don't have to leave if the other person goes red or crosses the center line, you can still win. Right. So they were just trying to hope that if he makes a mistake, we can go another round, but we don't have anything. The cable is gone. We can't go. Okay. Zoom has told me we have 10 minutes. So just that work. It's <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, just weird stuff. Just just weird but stuff. again, it's drag racing. It it's I, I said it to my dad as we were watching the race. I said, This is a sport where you could qualify number one, win the race the previous week, come up the next week, and like your car won't start in the first round. Like Erica yeah. Enders, how about that? Tough break, tough break. This is a nitro show, but we but tough break. That was yeah. rough. It was it very it really was a tough break for her, and uh, I thought she handled it well. I thought that uh, the NHRA crew handled it well too, not putting a mic in front of her face uh, right. because I'm sure at that moment she was highly pissed. Yeah, uh, so I was glad did not did not stick a mic in her face. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, I always say that even about sticking ball sports, sometimes you just shouldn't be sticking a mic in front of somebody's face, especially uh, they, in their in their current mindset. Right, of, they're, hey, they're heated. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna say some things, and you may not like it. They're gonna have to it, apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I thought they did a good job by not doing that. That yeah, for sure, and yeah, which coincides with something we said earlier. But anyway, the the, the viewers don't need to know that. So. <laughs> We got mission food rematches like that's cool. So we're going to see this come this. This is going to be 
I mean, Mission's Food, that's not like a small brand. Like, no, that's, no. that's huge. It that's is huge. It is very huge uh, for the sport. I do like, um, you know, let's give NHRA some credit. Uh, we, you know, we talk about the things that we don't like, but uh, I feel like they haven't been given enough credit uh, mm-hmm. for this Mission and Foods too fast, too tasty uh, deal. Um, yeah. It gives the fans some action on Saturday uh, that they know that is going to be quality passes going down the racetrack. Um, it gives the little money that uh, they can, these drivers can give to their crews uh, as bonuses so they can get more bonuses during the year. The one thing that, uh, you know, I, that I don't, I don't like is the points being given towards the championship. My oh. thing is if you're going to give bonus points for the championship, then I would like to see like Matt Hagen won, those individuals won, give them five bonus points for winning. Then that kind of balances things out. But it's going to be really weird, you know, to have these bonus points given and they count towards the championship. You know, that's, mm-hmm. it's going to play, it's going to make it interesting, but I think there needs to be an adjustment. And I, I, I they will. I mean, it's the first year. Let's, let's, let's enjoy it. Um, and let's see what, what they do in the next year. Also, I give them credit for, they had some bugs this weekend with NHRA TV, but that revamp is beautiful. Oh, um, yes. And it's what the fans have been asking for. And it shows that the NHRA has been listening. Yeah. Um, we, oftentimes we talk about the different things that, that are negative, but give them credit that yeah. they are listening. They had some bugs this weekend, but man, they, everybody did. Fox did too. I mean, the whole yeah. truck went down. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be great. And uh, I like this mission foods too fast, too tasty challenge. Yeah. That kind of leads into like the, the, the last, um, uh, statement is, and folks, he's going to be back a lot. So don't, don't be sad. But Zoom is mean. Uh, so, but no, but seriously, like, you know, first of all, to NHRA TV, I mean, it is like, I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at the app right now. It, just the way the app looks, it's, they got people working and that's just proof people are listening to what we're saying. The colors pop. I mean, yeah. on my TV, I mean, it's so crispy. It's almost yeah. looks like it's in 4K. I mean, it's yeah. Beautiful. And you see it. I was watching it on the. I was watching on the uh, on the wall. Yeah. So I like to see a big Beautiful. old top fuel car. <laughs> like it. It is. It has come a long way. I remember. This is gonna age me a little bit. I remember when they were using. Uh, they were just doing the uh, audio streaming. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. This. That's where it started. Yep. That's where I would it started. do that. I would do that. I would click in just to listen to the audio of the track. What was going on at the track? Yeah. Um. You know. Cause I didn't even have cable a lot of okay. times. So I didn't get a chance to see some races be if they weren't on a channel that I, I had. So, yeah. um, you know, if I wasn't at my grandfather, so I would listen to it on the radio. Yeah. And, and, and but, I, and what computer. I loved, yeah. What I loved was how the car sounded when they were leaving the line from the booth. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I people. That was pretty. Cool. I love these cars, and the my favorite part of these cars is how they sound, like the sound you feel. It's not just loud; it's just it's beautiful. It's also, folks. There's another reason why he's going to be here a lot. He's a musician. He's a trumpet player. We we have these ears, so I'm not just tripping. Like like Alan Reinhardt told me, there's not enough difference in the cars for you to hear the difference. 
I definitely hear a difference though, AR. I'm telling you, I hear it. I do. I, I do. And you can hear it. Uh, you can hear it a lot of times when they leave. And then when they really start applying the clutch, uh, you know, in the middle of the racetrack, about 3.30 or so, or, or, or whatever, you can hear the, the, the voice of the engine change. And then when they drive through at that thousand foot mark, there's another sound. Yeah. There's another octave. So um, I do, I do hear it. Uh, and it, it's, it's pretty interesting to, to listen to. Yeah, and that's why I love to bring musicians. And, and folks, we're going to talk up, we're going to do a whole episode about this, the sound, just the sound, because we mentioned it, I mentioned, I try to mention it on every show, like, these cars are like, you see it on TV, and it does not do it justice, like, there is no, I mean, I take my great footage that I take, and I have my great microphone, thank you, Rode, it's good, it's great, it's the only microphone I've ever used that has captured the sound correctly. Right. Right. But it is nothing like being there. Sound that rattles the air around the racetrack. Like definitely. That that's ridiculous. So and yeah. People need to, you know, just like Tony said, um, buy the tickets. If it comes yeah. to your area or you are in a in a, a position where it's close to you buy the tickets uh that's the only way this sport is going to grow people yeah. have to we have to have butts in the seats so yeah uh, gainesville showed up showed out and uh we need that to continue for sure for sure well folks i'm gonna use my last two minutes to uh talk with my bro so we're gonna sign off now thank you so much for get, being on the show you're gonna be back a lot. i appreciate you know, it we already talked about it but yeah. like, <laughs> you're gonna be back a lot but it's it's been a it was a great first race of the season i'm so excited NHRA 23, I'm starting to hype. Like, I th I think 22 lived up to it, and I think 23 is going to outdo that. It's going to elevate. Yeah. It's going to elevate. For sure. For sure. But that's going to be the end of this one. So we'll see you next week.